I uh, attend Anchor Baptist Church here in Wichita Falls, Texas. Uh, God's allowed me the privilege of serving on staff at this church. And uh, if you're ever in the Wichita Falls area and in need of a church to go to, or if you live in Wichita Falls and you don't have a church home, uh, man, I'd, we'd love to have you. It's at 4298 Army Road here in, again in Wichita Falls, Texas. And we'd just love to have you. This past weekend, I was able to uh, run the sound, help run the sound and media for our, our, year, our annual girls getaway retreat. Uh, it's a ladies event that um, you know, this year was our, our biggest year. We, we broke over 100, had over 100 ladies at this event. Heard some great worship and some amazing testimonies and some um, just our, our guest speaker was uh, Miss Megan Washburn and she was phenomenal. Uh, she was really used by God to just really deliver God's heart to our ladies. Uh, it, was, it was wonderful to be a part of that, even in the small way I was. I got to be my wife's roadie. It was awesome. Got to set up all our gear and all the band's gear as they, uh, you know, led worship. It was just a fun, fun experience. A very moving experience, um, even as a guy um, who was on the outside of the event, you know. Not, not my event, but, man, the Lord spoke to me through these ladies' testimonies and through uh, the speaker. One thing that stuck out in particular was one of our uh, ladies who gave her testimony said that Satan uses our deepest, darkest secrets to imprison us and to make us grossly ineffective for the gospel. You know, I, I kept I kept thinking of being enslaved. That was the the context enslaved by this thing in my life it reminded me of an illustration that um, my brother-in-law Steve Morrow shared with me one time and it was of a train this train would go on this rail and, and you know he would, he would do what trains do he'd run up and down the rail carrying things and uh, he got tired of the work he passed by this beautiful bluff that had an overlook of this, I mean, just gorgeous garden valley. And, uh, you know, every day he began to get a little more bitter and bitter about the rail that he was on and, and wished he could be over there on that bluff, just enjoying that view, just taking it in, you know, freedom. And so when he was in the depot one day, he he talked to the, the train master and said, you know, I really... I really, I really want off this path. I really want off this rail. I want to, I want to, I want to be free. I want you to, see, I want to be, I want to be free. And train master, as, as loving as he was, uh, gave him that free choice. Gave him that choice that he thought would be freedom. Allowed him to make that choice. And so the equipment was brought over, and that train was lifted off the rails, and he was set on that bluff, overlooking. That beautiful garden valley and at first it was awesome you know the view there was little to no work going on it was just awesome he was just taking it in but it wasn't very long before he realized that he didn't have any freedom he was stuck 
And over time, because of the conditions that he was in, and without being able to go anywhere, he began to rust. He began to decay. Maybe you're listening to me, you don't know Jesus Christ whatsoever. You've never, you've never heard the name, or you've heard the name, but you just think that's what churchy people talk about. Can I tell you that the Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord? Jesus isn't just a name that the church talks about. Jesus, the Bible tells us, was before anything ever was created. It says in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And it says later on in that same chapter that the Word became flesh. And it's talking about Jesus Christ. Maybe you're listening to me, you don't know Him. And you're thinking, you know, I don't really need a plan for my life. My plan's working out pretty good. I'm free. You got, you Christians, man, y'all are linked to all these rules and all these all these things that you got to do. And I, I ain't got to do nothing. I don't have that. Can I tell you, it breaks my heart at just how mistaken so many people are. In Romans chapter 6, Paul says, in verse 15, What then shall we sin, because we are not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Verse 16, he says, Know ye not to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey? His servants ye are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death, or obedience unto righteousness. What Paul's saying here is, don't you know that you're somebody's slave? You're somebody's servant? Don't you know? You, you're not free. You, instead, of being, instead of being on God's rails, on His path, fulfilling His plan, you're simply shackled by the shackles of sin. You're obeying Sin. Sin is your master. The Bible tells us in Romans 5.12 that by one man sin entered into this world, therefore death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. We all start off the same. We're born into this world as sinners. And when God's gift of salvation is presented to us and our heart is pricked by the Holy Spirit and convicts us that we're in need of a Savior and we turn away from that, we reject that. We think we're free, but the but God's word tells us you're not free. You're you're just a you're just a servant to sin. And just like that train that thinks it's free, it's going to lead to destruction. You're going to lead to it leads to rot. It leads to decay. It leads to rot. Sin has an end, and it's death. Maybe you're a believer and you're listening. And you're just off track. You got tired of carrying that load up and down the rails. And that bluff looks awful, awful tempting. Can I remind you, believer, you were bought with a price. Therefore, your body is not your own. When He made us a new creation, He gave us a new will in our heart and a new want to. And if, if we are longing for the old ways, it it's, may simply be that we are not 
being renewed by the transforming of our minds. We're not in the Word. We're not on our knees. We're not sharing the Gospel. We're not fulfilling our first love with God. We're not doing the things we know we ought to do. And so we're we're walking a little farther and farther behind. We're like Peter at that fire a, a ways off. We're, we're not close to the Savior. Meanwhile, he stands beside the rail calling all aboard all aboard if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ the Bible tells us that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved it's not the words of a prayer it's the condition of the heart in any one said prayer all you do today is realize that you're a sinner and you cry out to Jesus. You give him your life. And then you go find a church that you can plug into and make that profession be made known. Find a believer that you work with. Find a neighbor down the street that knows Jesus. Tell somebody. Talk to somebody. They'll plug you in. They'll get you on the rails. They'll help you. If you're a believer, you know Jesus, and you're just off the track. You're not reading, you're not praying, you're not sharing. I'm going to give you another quote from this weekend's getaway. Shame on you. There's work to be done. The fields are white unto harvest, but the laborers are few. Get your Bible. Get on your face. Find a brother or sister in Christ that will encourage you and keep you accountable and get about the Father's business because the night cometh when no man can work.